Hi, I'm Tom Landy, and this is Warp Storms. Warp Storms is a tabletop wargaming podcast focused primarily on the Games Workshop hobby. This episode has been a long time coming, um, primarily due to a change in Skype uh, on the Apple platform, the Mac primarily. Uh, previously, we could record Skype directly. Uh, I could do multi-channel recording in Skype and they, they changed that a few months ago so it's like a web app now so I can't do that. So my normal recording uh, the normal recording setup completely went out the window. Um, being able to record locally and get clean audio from both participants was 100% the key to what I was trying to do before. So the new setup at the moment is me with an iPad and a microphone and I'm going to see if I can get my colleagues to jump back in at some point. Uh, but right now it's all about audio quality so let's see how this goes and uh, this is uh, going to be a news update I think. So this week's been a pretty big week actually. Um, I'm recording this on the 1st of February 2019 and this week we saw Sanguinius for the first time, uh, the Horus Heresy 30k model and he's alright. Um, a lot of issue with his pose uh, as you get with a lot of GW models and I, I personally don't like it. Um, he's kind of swooping down uh, in a kind of a stabbing motion with his sword looks looks good but I don't think it looks natural uh, last night which was Thursday they did a Warhammer TV episode where they showed him off in in full 360 and to be honest he looks significantly better from the other angles that uh, once you can kind of see him um, but yeah this week has been the week of Sanguinius and the kind of the joy of knowing that we're going to get two models for the first time I think is probably due to the Khan. Uh, there's been a lot of rumours about White Scar's Primark coming on and off a jet bike and so if GW do that it's probably a good way to start with a different model as a limited edition. This week is also the week where we have pre-orders for Gene Steeler Cult um, not something I normally talk about but these guys are incredible models and they really do have some incredible new kits coming out. In particular the kind of dirt bikes and quad bikes that they've got. They're absolutely fantastic. I think we're going to start to see a lot more Gene Steeler Cult being used as 30k Imperial armies of sorts. Um, potentially even the potentially even the bikes being used as Rough Riders, things like that. Um, there's so many of the kits that just don't have any of the Gene Stiller cult symbols on them, so you can kind of get away with using them for anything you want. Um, it's, a, it's a pretty interesting time at the moment, actually. Um, but these dirt bikes look incredible. Uh, I think they're called Jackals, is the official name for them. I like them a lot. Um, and the few guys, like they just look so industrial, they're brilliant. And the, the, the few characters that are coming out this week as well, 
other than a, a ridge above the nose, which is pretty easy to replace. They don't seem to have a huge amount of Gene Silla cult iconography that couldn't just be scraped off. So it's a pretty, pretty interesting time uh, in terms of Games Workshop. <coughs> so also, this is the week that I started my new army for the new year. Um, I am delving into Ideneth Deepkin with the intention of hopefully taking them to the South Coast Grand Tournament at the end of April. Um, at uh, point of recording, tickets for that go on sale tomorrow and they normally sell out in minutes, so I'm not overly positive that I'm going to get a ticket, to be totally honest. And I say tomorrow, I could be totally wrong, it could be today, they could be sold out already. Um, so it's really weird. Uh, so my army's pretty simple. Uh, let me just let me just get the Games Workshop website up so I can use the names. First thing I did was I've been looking to do a new army for a little bit. Um, I'm not overly enthused by a lot of my armies at the moment. Did did quite well with my Nurgle um, last year. Didn't do anything else but Nurgle. Uh, really enjoyed bringing them to Blood and Glory. Uh, really good event, you know, five good games. And this year I kind of wanted something different. Uh, Nurgle can be a little bit, a little bit boring sometimes. No damage output, considering the amount of dice you roll sometimes. And I kind of wanted something a little bit different. So I started off by buying, which I think was the Christmas box, the Ideneth uh, Deepkin Deep Surge Raiding Party. That comes with a Tidecaster, which is one of their wizards. Uh, it comes with 10 Thralls, they're the combat foot troops. 10 Reavers, they're the guys with bows, again, foot troops. 3 Eels, which I've built as Morsara Guard. They're the ones that hit hard rather than are more survivable. And 2 Alapex, that's the shark, and they're really interesting. Um, I've added to that, obviously. Uh, I bought myself uh, an Archelian King, which I'm going to use as the special character, Volturnus. Um, another box of Eels. And uh, another box of Thralls. To finish the army, I'm going to get an Eidolon. That's the dude held aloft by the wave. And two boxes as allies of... Doors Ken, the Canari, and I think I'm going to use them as heart renders. And that with the Pendulum, I think, is my full list. Unlike Nurgle, that plays very much around the kind of Nurgle clock, I suppose it is, that gives you benefits uh, or disadvantages your enemy as you play the game. The Ideneth Deepkin very specifically work with the tide. The gameplay is very much like the tide is rolling in and then it rolls out. I'm going to be playing them as uh, Iron Rack, and that is the, I think it's the one that is the kind of GW poster boy for this one. And their ability, their command trait that you can give to the general, uh, means that allied units count as having the Tides of Death battle trait, which means that they can, they're also affected by the sea, uh, the way the Deepkin are, which is very interesting because it means that I can use my heart renders 
the same way as I would use any other unit in the army. So I'll run through the um, ability really quickly. So low tide is turn one. Um, all units that are affected by tide's death are treated as being in cover. Turn two, I can run and shoot or charge in the same turn. Can't run, shoot and charge, but I can run and shoot or charge, which is really good. Uh, turn three, which is high tide, basically um, all my army fights before any other unit. So if I'm in combat turn three, my enemy doesn't get too, f uh, we don't alternate, I just do all the attacks. Uh, turn four, I can, it, it goes back, so I can, uh, uh, the tide is kind of pulling out. So in this battle round, I can retreat and shoot or charge. So again, very useful, especially with the Eidolon, who on a charge can heal wounds. Um, retreating and charging is a very common thing. And then turn five, and any subsequent turns, it reverts back to the uh, turn one. So I go cover and then follow that on with uh, shooting and charging and running. And that's essentially the army. It's a uh, standard deepkin, but with um, kind of interesting allies. The um, Kinari are really good models as well. They've got enough elf in them that I think I can paint them to look like Deepkin. And they've also got enough interesting components that they will stand out and look unique in the army, even though they'll be painted the same. Um, and that's kind of that's kind of it for now. Um, like I said, this episode is primarily just me talking into an iPad to see if the sound quality works. Um, it's a really interesting week. I may record another one of these over the weekend because we have the Black Library Weekender coming up. Um, and of course, then we will see a lot more Forge World. Um, hopefully, we will see the limited edition Sanguinius uh, and we'll do a, a counterpart to that. So if you want to get me, best thing to do is Twitter. I am uh, at Tom Landy. Uh, you can also email me. It's tom.landy, that's L-A-N-D-Y, at gmail.com. Definitely the easiest. Uh, moving away from having a Warpstorms website and kind of hosting everything separately. Um, over the last year or so, when I've been doing this, the amount of emails I've received has been basically zero but the number of tweets i've received has been massive so let's keep going with twitter and that's it speak to you guys soon